actually at Kevin's wedding wedding because they, they had same the same day, day edit. edit. Oh they, man! They put it on like six screens. It was like legit. Yeah, like, I think no, they cried. They cried. Nobody's was, nobody had seen it though. No, no. <laughs> like, it's not like you could say, "Hey, Kevin, can you revise this real quick?" <laughs> Entrepreneurship comes with, with its own headaches, but you're always happy to go to work because you're happy with what you're doing and you're doing it for yourself mm. rather than for somebody else. So we, we did photography for our first wedding. <laughs> I had wow. no idea how to do photography. This goes so oh, bad. <laughs> this goes so <laughs> bad. I had no photography. No. I didn't even really know how to operate a camera. <laughs> Benny, what episode is this? 30 or 31. This is episode 30 or 31 of the Real Talk Podcast. It's your host, Joey. And Thomas. And if you like what you're hearing, please like, subscribe, and comment down below. TP, how are you, brother? Good. What a day. <laughs> we had a nice, relaxing couple of days. What a day. Yeah, honestly. I like it. Yeah. JT came in. We were. JT came in, showed us his sick footage from Alaska. Yeah, dude. That dude is going everywhere. Dude, you got to check it out on Instagram. If you're not following JT already, you know, give him a like, give him a comment, give him a hug, you know? <laughs> no. Don't just go up to JT and hug him. <laughs> So what's up, dude? How, what did we, how did we all uh, intro this? We had two fucking podcasts ready today. How are you, you feeling later in the day I'm feeling, compared to earlier in yeah, the day? Yeah, so I, we, we rarely do night podcasts. Yeah. But I like it. I think it's a whole different vibe. That's why. Do you see my get up right now? It's nightlife. Yeah, this is nightlife Joe. <laughs> nightlife Joe. <laughs> Who do we have on tonight, Joe? Tonight, we have Luke Kustra, a business valuation and litigation consulting specialist and a co-founder of Media X Marketing Whoa. and videographer for weddings and events. With a focus on providing exceptional services in forensic accounting, Luke has a proven track record for delivering successful outcomes for attorneys and business owners alike. He is a great cook in the kitchen, an intelligent investor, and an even better friend. Everyone welcome, <laughs> Luke Kustra! Awesome, welcome, What's welcome. going on? Tape, You've seen Nighttime Joey a couple of times. Nighttime Joey, classic. Classic Nighttime Joey. This is one of the first boys we had on the pod. What an intro. That was a solid intro. A solid intro, right? <laughs> yeah. Do I describe it all? Um, hold up, hold up. <laughs> all right, Tate. Tate's too comfortable with Luke. I don't know if I want to describe it all. That's, that's <laughs> a whole lot to describe. Uh, can we start off late? Like, what's, what's going on with you guys? Living life. Same. It's probably like our slowest week of the year so far. So far. I'm stoked about all the podcasts that you guys are doing. I've been, I've been listening to them. Yeah, I know. I know you're a big podcast guy big yourself. Big podcast guy. What's it like being on your first podcast? What were your know, thoughts? strange. Well... So you think about this coming in, right? Like, how's this going to be? And uh, it's crazy, like, the production level that you guys have here, first of all, is so, like, legit. And then, like, think about how people feel going on something like Rogan. Yeah. Where it's just, like, it's, like, mind-boggling where how many people are watching something like that. And it's just, like, damn. Yeah, it's crazy. You got to be nervous coming into something like that. Yeah, I remember the first one we did. I was nervous. We didn't know what the fuck to talk about. We had no (laughs) outline. We We had nothing. We did no planning. We were sitting down with Bishop, who... We thought like, ah, oh, this is gonna be so easy. It's Bishop, and it was not the case at all. Like we were like, maybe five times throughout the process, we both looked at each other like, what? You, <laughs> you, you got something? Because I don't like got questions nothing. lined up. You got to be yeah. actively thinking about like, like, yeah, you got to have some sort of prep to it. Like, yeah, and it's tough. Like we don't want to prep too much to where like I always think like a lot of people we have on like nobody knows about. So like I don't want to do too much research to where right. then I'm asking questions based off of like the stuff I already know. So it's like going into it with knowledge of who you're sitting down with, but also like 
still having that same curiosity about like what they do and their mindset behind things. Yeah. And I think it's different too when like you're, you have a podcast with someone that you know I and mean, like who you're comfortable with. Right. And people that for the first time me and TV yeah. are just meet, walking in the door like, oh, hey, what's going on? And it's like uh, more of like a marketing transaction. You know yeah, what I mean? 100%. It started off first where it was like people we knew. Like I say like the first three ones was like people that we already knew. And then... What was the first one where it was like someone we didn't even know? Shawty Sin? Shawty Sin, yeah, but that was great. And I think everyone that we came on, we built like an awesome connection with. Yeah. Which is, what I was mean, the mindset going into something like that with the first time you were doing something? It was kind of more like m- making sure we were a little more prepped than maybe we usually. Like, it, <laughs> yeah. like I think that was the episode where I was like, all right, Joe, like, we have to sit down like before the podcast and actually talk about what you want to touch on, what I want to touch on. Right. Yeah. Um, and I appreciate you listen to like a lot of our podcasts, right? Yeah. And you, you've probably seen our at least growth between the last like 20 episodes for sure. Yeah. And I'm always surprised at like how chill people are during the podcast too. Because these are, you know, these are regular people. They're not yeah. going on TV shows or in yeah. front of cameras or, you know, again, you guys have all this production here. And it's like, it's crazy. I mean, but at the same time, like feeling nervous means you're, you're, you're alive, right? You're doing something exciting. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. If you're never nervous in your life, are you actually doing anything? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So I want to bring you on too because you were there since day one of Media Ice Marketing. Day one, day That's one, crazy. boys. Yeah. Do you remember when I kind of came up with the idea? Do you remember any of the first like, interactions like we had about it? Well, I, I guess we could dive into it. It's like I don't know if you do want, want to do a long story or we could start from the beginning. Let's start from. I, I'm curious because jo- Joey's given his like cliff notes of how MXM started on the podcast before, but yeah, I was there for like the the, the complete origins. I, I want to know where like. It, Originally, originally, dude, it was sketch. When Joey started MediaX Marketing, first of all, you were like Joey was in like a different place, like a darker place almost. Because you know, dark. And you've talked about it, like working the nine to five, not liking your job. We constantly go out, we party every. But but even then, I I remember you used to used to sleep in late. Like you you sleep till like nine, and then go to your job at like nine thirty, and now you're up at. 2.30 2.30 in the morning. I'm going to bed. Joe's <laughs> posting that he's at the gym reading a book. Because you're excited to be awake, right? Yeah. And if, if you're not happy with your life, you're not excited to be awake. Yeah. And and I, I, I like sense some of that going on with you. And I mean, starting from day one, like Joey finished college, moved back from California. I think we were both, we both had just graduated from college and we, were, we moved back to New Jersey and we're just we're chilling and we were just hanging out over the summertime. Uh, here and there, and, and I remember you you talking about wanting to move out of your mom's house. I think you might have been staying with like your aunt or something at the time. And I was like, yeah, I want to move out too. And like we didn't really know each other. We went we went to the same high school, but we weren't like friends. And um, and so we went and looked at like two places, literally <laughs> two places, an upstairs place, and we we're like, there's no way we're gonna be way too loud here. And then the basement. And we went to go see the basement, and we're like, all right, let's move out. <laughs> and, and it was a three-bedroom, and we called our fr- other friend, and he never looked at the place, nothing. He was just like, Joey was like, yo, you're moving out. Oh, you're moving out. I'm t- we're taking this lease. And Nick's like, what? Like, what are you talking about, dude? <laughs> He's like, no, nah, you're moving out. The next day, we signed the lease, and we moved the, into this apartment. That's crazy. And we had an extra dining room or something. Yeah. And so Joey like put some of his gear in there, and, and then... At, at some point, you built a studio inside the dining room. Like you, you put like a green screen in there. You had speakers. You, put, you had so some like lighting set up. It was so bootleg, so bootleg. And I remember we were just chilling, like not doing anything productive, just going to work, drinking all the time. And I remember you always talking about wanting to do do things. And uh, I know you had like, your background in photography and making videos and editing. And uh, you went to school for marketing, I believe. And you were working at, in in marketing. And the job 
even though you didn't like that job, I feel like it did. It helped me. It helped you a lot. It helped you focus in. It helped you uh, build some of your editing skills. Honestly, yeah. you got to do like tryout things, like learn how to draw, uh, fly a drone there. Yeah, exactly. You crashed your first drone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. So, I'm gonna love this episode. Yeah. So uh, my first job, they they get a drone. They're like, oh, dude, we need you to film all this stuff. They're like, can you film it in the warehouse? I'm like, sure. Why not? Yeah, I mean, that's being a. I uh, I put it up. As soon as I put it up, took a sharp left, hit one of the walls, <laughs> drone down. Drone down. I was shook. I was like, damn, dude, they're going to fire me. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was one of those original drones, too. It was, just like bulky. It was one of the Phantom Fours, the big white ones. Oh, bulky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know who has one of those? <laughs> Be Coots. Oh, shit. Yeah, but that was, so that job, like, it helped you, it provides you with some of the skills that you use every day now. Yeah. Uh, it was just a shitty job. And uh, I remember you always talked about, like, you want to do this and that. And you knew I, I kind of had like a, a background in just being kind of creative or, you know, yeah. I'm de- I have like decent art skills. He and, oh, uh, yeah, check, he did the assignment. Oh, yeah, dude. Oh, the artwork. It's in fucking your, in your, sick. And so, so you were like, hey, like, do you want to do you want to do anything? Like, maybe we should start like a business doing something. And at first, I think we were only doing digital marketing. We were going to like door to door trying to ask check. people no if they way. needed like. There's, there's we got one client. One client. Fuck it. And then we just <laughs> randomly started taking like random gigs. Uh, we did like a first birthday party yeah. with someone uh, from he actually like his actual job like recommend us for yeah, a first like any, anything we could get and we were, we were like we would drive like three hours away to the middle of Long oh, Island yeah. and honestly if to I could make four hundred dollars if I could go back I would honestly refund those people their money bro <laughs> <laughs> we were using the jankiest equipment no. we had no job. idea what the fuck we were doing I mean, like, yeah that's how our it first is. gigs right like yeah. we got to learn somewhere yeah hundred percent um, and honestly like we were charging such. Dirt cheap rates. I think we were charging like five hundred dollars for a shoe, like an old day shoe and an edit, and driving <laughs> up to Long Island. It's <laughs> oh, to Long yeah. Island. Yeah, <laughs> that's nuts. And then eventually, like, just started snowballing, and and I remember I kept telling you, like, hey, like, if if you want to do this, like, do it as your dream. And you're all nervous. I remember um, when you were thinking about quitting your job. I was like, if you're gonna do it, just do it. Like, this is this is something that's gonna provide you something that you're gonna be happy with. And you were all nervous about telling your mom. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, I think you ended up like telling your mom and I was like, she's going to understand because she knows that you're going to excel in, in what you do. And I just saw it change you as a person. Like, again, when, when you were working at that company, like it was like dark days because you weren't enjoying your li- life. Like you weren't focused on propelling yourself as a person. And then you, you know, you built your own, your own like, your, you know, even though entrepreneurship comes with, with its own headaches, right? Like, um, you're never clocked out. You're always clocked in. Uh, but ultimately, you don't have that boss looking over you every day, right? Like, you're yeah. your own boss. You make your own schedule. You don't have to ask somebody if you could take a day off because we want to go somewhere. We're not like you're your own boss. And, and there's something, I think, exciting that I see with all of our, our, our entrepreneur friends where they're just happy to, to go to work every day. Yeah. Even though, if, you know, there's hard days, there's shitty days, there's, there's good days, but you're always happy to go to work because you're happy with what you're doing and you're doing it for yourself mm. rather than for somebody else. Damn. And that you, was, yeah, that was, that, one. <laughs> that, that, that was, was good. That was great. That was clippable. <laughs> Clip that, man. Clip that. I'm going to put some like cinematic. No, and I, and I really appreciate that because I remember back in the day, like you, me and Lukash, we literally lived together. We were fucking some dumb 20 year old, right. you know what I mean? And for someone to believe, I think Lukash was the first person to believe in MediaX marketing. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. And like, I just remember sitting on the couch and I was, I was like, yo, what fucking should I name this shit? I'm just like looking up Instagram. And yeah. I was like, MediaX marketing is, is Instagram. You're like, oh yeah, let's just get it for now. Yeah. We got the business registered. We were, we, we were going to take a small business loan from your 
uh, your grandpa, I believe, yeah. to try to fund some like the capital up, up front. I don't think we did that. No, we never did. We just we just funded all of the initial equipment with just just our fucking our jobs. Earnings. Yeah. 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 Or jobs, yeah, you're st stacking money from your job, but then also just from every job we did, we immediately would go right back into yeah. the business. Yeah. Try to get equipment, try to get better stuff. Yeah. And at first we were using, like, the jankiest equipment you've ever seen. It was, what, we had different, different types of cameras. Yeah, what, so, I, so if I hired you guys back in the day, what, what should I expect? 5D Mark III, A7S2. That was, like, that wasn't even the beginning of no, equipment. No, the beginning of beginning <laughs> was a Nikon D7100. And an A7 II. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, it's rough equipment. Yeah. So, like, one one video, one photo? Yeah, we, yeah. it depends on the gig. We, we did, we did the grand opening. Me and Lukash did the grand opening of 22 West. Oh, yeah, we did do that. Really? The grand opening. Wow. And that built that whole relationship with Kevin. And, and it's crazy how that kind of is, like, one of our, like, bigger clients mm -hmm. now, right? After yeah. The first shout-out, Corinne, you know, like, you knew Corinne, like, mm -hmm. And that, that connection kind of established like yeah. what Kev like has now, which is crazy. That's crazy. Corinne yeah. is Kevin's wife, and um, and I, I knew Corinne through high yeah. school. I, I would hang out with her sometimes, and, and yeah, Kevin's Kevin's awesome. Kevin's killing it, right? And he's I feel like you guys have both been instrumental in each one of your businesses and propping each other up. Yeah, hundred percent. You want to hear one uh, funny story about when me and Lukash went to a. Uh, do you remember this? We went to a hookah place in Edison yeah. to try to pitch them social media. This place is so grimy. <laughs> <laughs> it's hot and cold or something like that. Yeah, I, like uh, iced and hot or something. Ice, 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 yeah, some where was this? In, in Edison. Edison. In Edison? <laughs> yeah. We walked into some basement and we just talked to this, like, this old fucking dude. And uh, I don't know. It was just weird because it was a hookah lounge. Yeah, <laughs> and, and the only oh, thing man. we had to show the people <laughs> as like their example, birthday party. we would we would do just random like shoots for free. Yeah. Uh, I believe we did uh, Evolve, Rand, for free? Evolve for free. That's Rand, our Randy, very first, our first video. very f video, yeah. Randy, Wait you at least owe us getting on this podcast. <laughs> Wait, the, like on Main Street, the Evolve? Yeah, like, Evolve, yeah. That was our yeah. very because first Because that was the first video that I saw where <gasps> I was started following you guys. Oh and, my gosh. Because I was going around in Somerville and, I, and it was like, oh, if you guys need free video work or whatever, like I'm just, I'm looking to just do work. And yeah, dude, they be, had already had stuff done by you guys. That video <laughs> was sick because it was like, it was one of the first videos where we, we were like, we need content to show people what we could do. Otherwise, nobody's gonna hire us. And that was the first video where we like took our time and like edited it perfectly, like the music, everything. And it was, yeah. and we used that video for marketing purposes for a lot, yeah. a lot. So Randy, that, you posted it the other day. I feel like not the other day, but like a few months ago, maybe. Really? Yeah, Randy was also an OG believer, which was crazy. I remember it was the first time you flew um, the drone over Somerville, and you're so sketched because yeah. there's just so <laughs> many power lines and. The, you weren't good at it. I think you had just maybe bought that drone or we borrowed it from somebody. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like, like that was my work drone. <laughs> was my work drone, dude. Do you remember our first wedding? Our first wedding. I don't know if I remember our first wedding. I remember our first. No, I remember our first wedding. Oh, the first was, wedding. Was, was, we shot photo. I'm not, I'm not going to put any names in this, but oh, we shot geez. photo with Corey was the DJ. <laughs> I forgot about that. We did photography for our first wedding. <laughs> Had wow. no idea how to do photography. This goes so oh bad. <laughs> this goes so <laughs> bad. Photo on Instagram. At least like you knew how to operate cameras. I had no photography. No. I didn't even really know how to operate a camera. Yeah, yeah it's very very sketchy. Yeah, yeah. how that turn out? They love the photos. Loved oh, the they did. <laughs> they did a great job. Oh, I thought for some reason it was gonna be like, uh, we don't even want to mention names because again, we also probably charged like three hundred dollars. Yeah, literally. You know what I mean? Yeah. For how long? Probably it was like the night. I don't know how I didn't know how a wedding worked. I we pulled <laughs> we no pulled up right work. before the ceremony. Yeah, yeah, we showed up for the yeah the, just the, the reception. I mean, right? I didn't know that we needed to do bride prep. I didn't know we needed to do family Nothing. after. I didn't know. I don't know. We just he showed, just up. showed <laughs> up for the reception. <laughs> like, hey, how'd everything go? <laughs> wedding photography is such a a funny thing to me. Yeah. Yeah. 
Lukash has been to a number of weddings. A number How many weddings do you think you've... 50? 50, at least. That's a solid Yeah, dude. We did a lot of studio weddings. Yeah. A lot of studio weddings. A lot of studio weddings, weddings yeah. back in the day. In the middle of New York. Damn. Sounds like you guys have laid the foundation for yeah. MXM to thrive. Exactly. Yeah, that's what we guys are doing today. Killing it out here. Yeah, we're trying to be. Honestly. I mean, you affected Benny. <laughs> yeah. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? You had an effect on the youth over here. Yeah, back in the day. Right? Ben's not that young. I <laughs> <laughs> mean, like I'm saying, like Ben saw your the work that you guys did, oh, right. like you were having an effect on video. others yeah. to like reach That's why out. Why I even and get a sent job. out an email here? <laughs> it, it, it's so full circle. Even just like mentioning Corey, you know what I mean? Yeah. And everyone, and I feel like everyone that rocked with us from back in the day is still kind of rocking with us. You know what I mean? Yeah, you've you've maintained a lot of your relationships, like which that. is cool, right? Because that means people appreciate the work. Yeah. yeah. Like we're still doing stuff for. Ar- Remember when I started consulting with Aria? That was like one of my big clients. Mm-hmm. Like I would like drive there, and like there would be, that'd be like my steady paycheck. The makeup company too. Yeah, been working with them for a long time. It's crazy, and now, and now we're still doing it. Honestly, you guys are doing it. Yeah. So yeah, like at what point did you guys go from working together all the time to then? It's well, I had a full time job, right? So the entire I could, time. I could only focus so much of my attention to MXM, and initially we we did it like we're like this was gonna be like we do this together. And, you know, I, I, I saw the passion in Joey to do it. I had a full-time job, but I had a different career. Yeah. So the way it tr- transitioned was Joey would, would do all of his commercial work during the week. And if we picked up any weddings, we'd do them together on weekends. And I would just, you know, sacrifice some weekends and t- to continue pushing it forward. And that's kind of what, it's, what it is now today. Yeah. I, whenever we just book weddings. I know. We, we were just together. talking about it. He was like, any wedding that comes in through MXM? He's like, I'm sorry, TP. Yeah, it's, got, it's gotta be me and my boy. Yeah, 100%. But you guys are both gonna be gone, so <laughs> JT and I are stepping in. I got a compensa- compensation package from Joe for for being there. Day one. Be, from day yeah. one. <laughs> as our prices increase, my dividends pay it off. Right? <laughs> exactly. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Once like, we're charging right, fifty thousand dollars weddings. Right. Yeah, <laughs> we'll get there. Damn, dude, what was going through your head like the first wedding? Like, you kind of knew what you were doing, but at first you really had no idea. Like, you really started from. I had never picked up a camera having like, right. you know what I mean? That's what, that's what's different about it. I mean, I, I had some like very preliminary camera usage, like every bro that's ever picked up a camera. I started mm-hmm. with skateboarding videos when I was a kid. Um, I used to edit and, you know, just make horrible skateboarding videos, but, but that's how, how you get your start in using camera equipment. Oh, yeah. But, but yeah, all of my skills in actually learning current technology was on the job doing weddings, yeah. which is kind of crazy. But um, not, yeah, not only did we have, no experience shooting weddings. I had no experience shooting almost anything. I remember it was like you teaching me in our room how to use the <laughs> camera before a wedding. I would just sometimes show up to, I mean, you got your office space after a while and I'd come to your office space and like just mess around with the camera for for like an hour before, before, shoot. before the shoots. Because, you know, Damn. Joey was constantly upgrading equipment. I'd yeah. show up and I'd be like, this is my first time using this camera. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's but, crazy. But eventually like you, you just, you kind of like master it. Because again, weddings are, uh, unfortunately, weddings kind of are the same thing over and over again, and so yeah, no, nah, yeah. <laughs> so, you, so you get a template yep. of, of how to shoot a wedding, and then yeah, you can for sure. And now we do a great job, a phenomenal job, I would say, with shooting wedding videos. I see the type of wedding videos that are out there that our friends are putting out there, and they're, they're kind of trash compared to ours. And yeah. uh, no, that's facts. I mean, you guys, I'm the one that have <laughs> edited, <laughs> edited the last however many, probably like. All 10 that you guys have probably the last like 10 i'm just thinking about how many weddings the wedding video- videography that we do is next level i don't understand how we don't get more wedding business because honestly like the stuff that we're putting out there compared to some other people that I, don't, I don't even know who people are using i guess no it's so it's crazy so my brother's getting married in august 
and he had showed me who he was going to hire and for how much. And I'm not there to put down anyone else's like business or anything right. or like put us up more than anyone else. But I was like, I don't understand how they're like comfortably charging this much for what they're giving. Right. And our prices are competitive. Oh, 100% competitive. Yeah. Especially with studios. Just for what what we offer. Yeah. 100%. Like what, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's literally crazy. Like yeah. down to the, the details. Like yeah. you see a lot. I mean, obviously there's companies out there that are making movies like right, real right, movies and but right. they have like a, a crew of like five ten people yeah. for but some weddings the, the couple's got to sign up for that right yeah like, exactly that's i mean concept. that's the thing like like you said like weddings are all like the same for the most part with like minute little things like yeah, different yeah. between each one but yeah, no, definitely. But when Are you have, have good a smoke machine or not, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, almost we did a sweet sixteen. Almost, oh, we did a sweet sixteen. Almost <laughs> I was backing up like the girl was walking down the stairs, and I'm gimbling, backing up with her. And all of a sudden, I hear you better move quick. And I look down; it's like one of the sparkler things, like getting ready to ignite. And I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> and then one of the kids walked down right into it. Those things rip, dude. Oh yeah, <laughs> they make for a good shot. The only thing is, like, it's wet. You're, well, your exposure, exposure is just set gets trashed at certain yeah. thing, and then as soon as it goes, you better be ready to shift that thing. <laughs> it just gets trashed. Dude, you immediately have you got to stay ready. It's crazy. <laughs> so when you guys pull up to weddings nowadays, I'm sure it's like much. It's like you're probably like a flow. lot less nervous pulling up to the wedding. Oh, zero like, nervous now. It's we're, more of just like me and Joey have our format down. Yeah. Like, yeah, so who takes do. the grooms? Who takes the the groom side? Who takes the already bride now. side? You're yeah. already now. Bride side? Joey's bride side. Yeah, I figured. He's, Lugash, he's obviously nice. Lugash knows his shots to get. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It, it makes sense it, for him to do the bride. Yeah, yeah, no, that does make sense. Yeah. The men's side's always like way more like way more chill. Just button up yeah. and like yeah. put yeah. your put your thing on. Yeah. yeah, for sure. And he's always on the sandwich. He's always on the tie, and I'm always on the gimbal. Damn, that sounds nice. <laughs> yeah. I film a lot of weddings on my own, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I kind of bounce around. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy that people book one videographer for a wedding because it's. So stressful. So stressful. I don't understand it. Like if I'm gonna, if I'm going to, I, it's crazy. I personally think I'd rather just have a photographer for the wedding. It depends, right? Yeah, I know. Because I, I could say that the complete opposite and be 100% right. Because think about how much time photography takes up of your wedding. A significant chunk of your wedding. If you it want does. legit no, photos. True. Is it's, it's taking yeah, up? No, nah, never mind. I, I scratch that. I take that back. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're the guy that was fuck with the flashes. I take that back. I, I feel like I don't want to bag on on wedding video photographers, right? Because nah, they do they're a great way job. different than videographers. They like, do a great job. But I feel like the videographer is always taking like the he like the videographer always has to take the side. Like, no, I'll work around you. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? It can never. The photographer is never like, no, don't worry, you get your shots. I'll just work around because it. Because their job is stressful, dude. They have to get these pictures. They I mean, we did a, a we did a wedding in Philly where like literally. Every picture they were taking, they're like, all right, pull up the magazine. Like, what did the picture look like in there? Like, they were trying to get their the pictures. Yeah, they were trying to get their pictures in the magazine. Like, they didn't even right. give a fuck about the just <laughs> enjoying the process. They were like, how do we get our wedding photos in but this magazine? But that's what your wedding becomes. It becomes a photo shoot, honestly. Yeah. And, it's, and it's something that you got to sign up for. I, I honestly, like, if I ever had a wedding, there's a 0% chance I would get. I, I think it's more like I would... A, just get someone I trust. Like, I trust, like, full-heartedly. I don't even need to tell them anything of what mm -hmm. I want. Like, that they'll get the appropriate shots and also just, like, I want more of, like, a candid, like, document. But think about how hard it is to get, like, good candid photos. It is. Especially during, like... During well, at least for, like, video and stuff. Like, that, I feel like... Well, video, right? I mean, so it's still... No, it's still tough to, like... You, you gotta, like... To make a proper, like, wedding video, you gotta get certain shots 100 you, know I mean? you got to get certain sh shots and there's going to be 
a little bit of intrusion, right? Like, yeah. But it's not you know, yeah. to the same extent. Like you said, like when you're watching, you're like, oh, like people look so relaxed in the chair. Like mm-hmm. a lot of the people we have on are like making content like daily. Like right. they, they're used to having like to them, they're like, <laughs> oh, this is perfect. I'm just getting more content for my shit. Mm-hmm. Like to where this is like we want to sit down and just like Chop it shoot up. the shit with one of the people that a started this thing and like has, you know what I mean? Like I like when we had on like Dante, like mm-hmm. like we had on one of my boys, like want to talk about like the business side too but like also like he had a good perspective on like my come up and like where i came from too what's the funniest thing you think you saw at a wedding funniest thing i ever saw at a wedding it, was, it ruined the wedding it wasn't necessarily <laughs> funny but there was first of all if you're gonna have a wedding don't invite your kids don't invite anybody Ooh. under the age of 18 they ruin your I, wedding yeah and honestly yes honestly you should be 21 plus because you're drinking at, if you can't drink at a wedding you shouldn't be at a wedding just makes it easier <laughs> for everyone it yeah. makes it easier for there's this this kid that was on the middle of the dance floor and he was she was like a five-year-old girl oh. and she cried the entire time on the, the mom's dress. T- on the mom's dress would not let go people weren't taking care of the kid and it ruined this woman's wedding i mean this is a wedding that they spent Eighty, hundred thousand dollars on, and they, she had her daughter crying, screaming at the top of her lungs. Everyone was so like fed up that they were just not on the dance floor because they just wanted to be away from the screaming kid. Yeah, and nobody like intervened and prevented. It was I was like, damn, dude, that's crazy. I, you feel bad for these people, right? Because they put so much of their capital into having this party, essentially, and then and then you invited your kids. <laughs> yeah, there's like a bunch of situations where I just see like other people like making it more about like like if I'm at a wedding. And my kid starts going off like, I gotta just, I gotta dip. Like, you know what I mean? I'm not gonna sit around and like think about whether or not I'm ruining these people's wedding. Like, right. nah, my kid's not even gonna get the chance to exactly. fuck it up like that. Like, yeah. I'm gonna be out. I but no, it was a bride's kid. Wait, it was the bride's oh, it was kid. a bride's kid. <laughs> Nonetheless, don't invite any kids. Yeah, don't invite your own yeah, kid. Yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah, that's that sucks. That sucks. But I, I was recently a part of a wedding in Mexico, and. Um, one of the brides, there's three bridesmaids. Let's hope none of them watch this, but they don't. Um, there was three bridesmaids, and one of them, by the time the speeches came, it was like a short wedding. So, like, by the time the speeches started, she was trashed. Oh, oh, like, didn't even make it to like any any part of it other than in like the whole time, her and like the friend that she brought to the wedding people are giving their speeches and in between each sentence she'll be like i was always there for da 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 and they'll be like woo and then oh, no. she'll say one more sentence woo <laughs> and then at one point the girl drops her glass cuz she's so fucked up and we were just all like all right maybe they'll stop now because they realize and it was not the case and i and she ended up right after the speeches were done someone had to drag her to her room like she was so done up how i met your mother will girl you remember yeah Woo girl? <laughs> exactly exactly yeah, yeah. Woo girls get crazy i always tell brides to pace themselves drinking wise like common mistake right you just yeah. get drunk at your wedding and then yeah i never suggest like drinking in the morning no I, honestly like i just think it's all a mental game like if you feel like oh my god i gotta drink to ease the nerves and like I don't think one shot's gonna do it for you. Like right. you gotta, it's more of a mental thing. If you're taking a shot, like it's more of just like mentally, like something inside of you. But I always kind of like try to have some time, like with the bride and the groom, like by themselves. And you'll always sense some. Not always. There is some people out there that really are just don't give a fuck about the day and not give a fuck. But like they're not feeling the pressure of everyone being there. Like they're mm-hmm. living in the moment with each other almost. Which is crazy to me, honestly. Yeah, nah, it is. I, I, it's, I mean, my brother's about to have a wedding. He's gonna have 200 people. <coughs> I didn't even know my family knew 
people. 200 people. Exactly. Like, I know like eight people, dude. <laughs> I think I sent you the date for that. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. I, Are you guys pulling up? Yeah. Pulling up. We'll be there. That's what's bonkers about weddings to me, bro. It's 200 people, 100 people. How do you know 150 people? You don't know You don't know these people. Bring it. Bring an yeah. extra camera for me. Bring an extra camera. He's going to give him the speech. You got to get him good. I'll be in the speech. I'll be with the grooms too, so. Oh yeah, I I, I will I will fully help direct the entire thing. I'll make everyone. We'll it's, it's gonna be a lot of like it's gonna be a lot of like older older guys, some laborers, some like no, no one that's ever been on camera or anything. So sick. I'm gonna tell them all like the process yeah. prior. Ooh, one of the funniest things I saw at a wedding that we we've ever done personally is the person wanted us to do like have somebody say something in front of the camera. And we were like dragging out these people outside and having them like talk in front of a camera. And you guys know most people have no idea what they're doing in front of a camera. Like they get nervous, they, they start, you know, yeah. just talking nonsense, twitching out. Yeah, just uh. <laughs> And we were trying to get these people out. And I think they were like a lot of them didn't English wasn't like their first language at the same time. And like they were trying to say things in front of the camera. It was just a disaster. And they wanted it as part of their video. And I was like, dude, how are we gonna do this? <laughs> you know, are people still like ask like ask you guys to like Go around with a microphone and like Sometimes. ask people like you've done that we haven't done I, that i've done that for soul before no that's soul. one of one of the series i work for really they're just like hey can you just like ask a few people things i'm just like i guess what are your guys opinions on studios i think it's good for the person who wants to learn but so my issue with what you just said is yes it's a it's it's a way for people that are coming up to learn how to do something, but at the same time, a lot of the studios they charge a lot, and most of the most of the time they're just getting third-party videographers out there, us. right? That are people that aren't very experienced, aren't very it's good. It's hit or miss. It's very because what if you got you like, get lucky, right? You get yeah. lucky. Yeah, but exactly. It depends when they got us, right? Because they could have gotten us right at the beginning or now, right? Yeah. And there's a big difference in in, yeah. a, in, in that too. Yeah, because we do a lot of stuff through like a lot of the DJ companies that we work for. Yeah, like I, yeah. I guess my perspective is different because. I don't really work like hand in hand. Joe's sometimes like, hey, I got a couple of dates. Like, any of them interest you? Like, mm -hmm. it's only shooting. This is how much you'll get paid. So, I guess for me, it's like, I don't mind the studio stuff. But the only thing is, like, I'm always shooting by myself when it's studio work. And it's yeah. like, That's yeah, lot, like, dude. yeah, like, I'm, I'm getting, you know what I mean? Like, what might feel like I'm getting paid good for the day. But I'm, I feel like at times I'm doing double, double the work. Like yeah, I'm, I'm stressing out. Like mm -hmm. I got, they want two shots and one, one person. You got entrances, speeches. You got someone might be like, oh, we have a surprise guest speaker, this and that, or anything. Like, yeah, it's just crazy. This is a PSA to all the brides out there. Be nice to your photographers and your videographers. It, it's a hard day. Yeah. You're running around with very heavy camera equipment, sweating, sweating, yeah. and a lot of times you there's you know photographers, videographers we haven't we know that have three weddings in one weekend. Yeah, and so you're on your feet, running around with heavy equipment, chasing people around from morning to nighttime, three days in a row. It's 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 brutal. hundred percent. Tip your videographers and your photographers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I remember when I like awesome. when I was doing like heavy into weddings and I was doing like three to four like a week. Yeah. That was my brutal. Brutal. I remember no, they come back yeah, and be shot. They are tolling. Yeah. They're, especially when you're doing a wedding. Like the last wedding I did was on that alpaca farm. Yeah. Uh, I didn't have service from 10 in the morning to 12 at night. Yeah. <laughs> I remember you did a wedding in the city one time where you brought, you like carried the gear on in on the train or something, yeah, and then you were uh, running around. 
Dude, Taking cabs. Yeah. yeah, it was crazy. Oh, that was I the hate craziest the, thing. I hate shooting in the city. I mean, when we did the one in Philly, like as soon as we pulled up, I was like, mm-mm. Yeah. We had nowhere to park. Like there's even when people do have like a church wedding and it's and it's like in the city and the church is in the city that creates such a, a, a hassle. Like you have to logistics set up hassle. yeah logistics yeah. hassle. You got to yeah. set up twice. Just like filming in the city too. Like the moment you go on the street with like a big rig and set up. Like last time when we were shooting for Dorson, like I had to go out on the street to get like shots, and I was like, "Yo, Eric, like come with me." Like, I, I, I just, I just know, like, I should not be going down there by myself. Okay. And he came down within a minute. This dude's coming up, like, you get, get, get a shot of me, get a shot of me. Can I see it now? Can I see it? And I'm like, dude, the, ske- the, closer, the closer you get, the sketchier this is You're for walking me. around with, like, $30,000. He's like, all right, so where am I going to see this? I'm like, dude, what? That's <laughs> not how this works. <laughs> can you upload it, dude? Yeah. You're going to be on uh, the nightly news. I see cameras doing that now. You're going to upload it straight off the camera through, through Bluetooth. Dude, yeah. Don't, is that tell, how... don't tell our clients that. <laughs> no, man. No, nah, well, we just made that video. We can just do everything AI. And yeah. Speaking of AI, are you guys on the on the AI? Yeah, yeah we're using a little bit, <laughs> at least for the audio, like audio cleanup. It's writing, honestly like writing is really good. Writing's really good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, it's a language It did the uh, the podcast intro. Interesting. Um, <laughs> so how does how does it work? So essentially, you prompt it what to say, and then you can kind of just like oh, what I do is I just modify yeah. the prompt, like oh yeah. no, make it more just upbeat, include this, don't mm. include this, until it works, kind of. Um, in one of the last podcasts you guys had, I think it might have been the internal pod, you said you used um, Adobe AI for your, your sound. Yeah. And then in your lo- last podcast, you had sound issues. <laughs> <laughs> See, the, the, the robots aren't doing it, bro. You can't, the, the robot, the robots haven't taken over yet. Huh? Nah, he didn't use it for the last podcast. Oh, the last one? Yeah. Oh, you did. <laughs> With the internal one? Yeah. Oh. Damn. AI's fucking up. No, no. So the internal one didn't have sound issues it was the one with the the john mopper oh yeah we watched it yesterday we heard it right at the the beginning like like it was like in the background and shit it's just like the sound kind of just i don't know kind of went out yeah like from like 10 minutes to like 20 minutes or something it had like a weird like background noise was that robots or was Uh, that benny we haven't tried out like the the podcast like editing like how it'll cut up an entire podcast for you. It's yeah. just so crazy. Is that ChatGPT four though that does that, or, or is that? No, it's a plugin. It's a plugin. Yeah. Outsourcing some of my my, my life to ChatGPT one hundred percent. I kind of want to talk about what you, what you kind of did do outside of MXM. You know what I mean? Outside of MXM, so I work in litigation consulting, forensic accounting, and business valuation, um, mostly for matrimonial purposes, but uh, sometimes shareholder disputes, other things like that. Essentially, I value a business. A, I end up valuing small businesses is essentially what my job boils down to. So I, I want to kind of relate the, what I do f- for a living to to small business owners, right? Because it's I guess it's kind of relevant. Yeah. Accounting and finance, I feel like not understanding accounting and finance is the biggest downfall for most small businesses. And it's like, you know, a, a lot of times people will only understand um like revenue, but they won't actually understand what you know your cash flow is, your net income is, your your EBITDA. People like to talk about EBITDA, right? Or what what that even means. And you know, I, I like you said before, I like cooking. Me and Evelyn watch a bunch of like cooking shows, and people are always stoked about uh, opening up their restaurant and opening up um, their you know food truck or coffee mm-hmm. shop. And and people are stoked about you know making the, a good cup of coffee and picking out the perfect chair that you're going to put in the corner. That's going to be the perfect chair. 
But guess what? 99% of the people that come into your coffee shop are not going to notice the, that perfect chair. They're just going to want to come in get their coffee and be out, right? Most people get their coffee from 7-Eleven, Wawa, Quick Check. Mm-hmm. You know, these, peop- these places don't have a cool chair, right? right. So I like co- nice coffee shops that are vibey and you come in and it has a cool aesthetic and you'll get a, a co- you pay yeah. $6 for a cup of coffee, but it'll be a cool experience and you do it once. And you, you might do it once, right? But you go and get coffee almost every day. So I'm at Wawa every single day, right? And so companies like that, they, they understand accounting and finance and they focus on making the most profit out of, out of every single customer versus somebody that comes into just, you know, a, your small business coffee shop on Main Street in Somerville, they might come in there and, and it's sick, but you're not, you don't have that same profitability that these very, very financially focused companies have. Yeah. And um, ultimately just not understanding that is, is a downfall for most businesses, honestly. You know, if you're just a coffee shop that's out there that just started up, you have a 90% chance of failing in the, in the first year of business, right? And it's because a lot of times people come in with like the creative thing and they're, they're stoked about opening up the business and doing the actual business, but they're not focused on the finances because most people don't understand finances. And that's, and that's essentially why businesses end up failing because they're not focusing on how they're making money, they're focusing on other things. Yeah, and that's what I feel like I've been trying to focus on more too. Yeah, hundred percent. It's tough, dude. Yeah. It's tough because you got all your stuff going on, and we we have a lot of friends that are entrepreneurs, and I always tell them like you have all your stuff going on. You you need to focus your energy on you know running your business, shooting, and you don't have all this time to focus on on finances, right? And at the same time, it's it's hard to find a good financial person, right? Like you're ta- you're talking about hiring somebody in like an executive position, like a CFO of your company or something. Mm-hmm. And that person's going to demand a certain level of salary. They're going to have some level of background in doing and doing that kind of stuff. But ultimately, it's essential for every single business. I mean, we have a friend. I'm not going to name names, but we have a friend who they had a financial person come into their business and they say six x their revenue in one year, yeah. uh, just be, because that person was able to figure out where you're making your money. Business owners will concentrate on the top line, like revenue, like how much money I'm bringing in, mm-hmm. but not necessarily on how much money I'm retaining, right? So a lot of times businesses will do a, a whole bunch of d- different things to make money, right? Like you guys have the podcast, you do commercial shoots, you do weddings, you do a ho- digital uh, marketing, and you have all these revenue streams, but and you're maybe devoting all of your attention equally, or some might um, be getting more than others. But ultimately, what a financial person would come in, they'd figure out all the numbers behind every single one of your revenue streams and be able to make you focus your efforts on what's profitable. And you, and you might say, well, you know, I'm just trying to get, gather as much revenue as possible because I just I have all these expenses. I have employees I need to pay for, for example. And but if those employees only really have a job because you need to bring in more money and you could be doing less, but actually making more money because you're focusing less of your energy on things that are making money and more energy on things that are making money and you could be you know being in the end result with the same amount of money and but now that you could you're able to take a day off or something like that right yeah and i think companies get bloated sometimes and they try to like expand too quickly almost because um and it, again another downfall of business you you would think that's counterintuitive that expanding and growing fast is a good thing but if you're growing fast with no like and your your profit margins are decreasing because you're 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 just taking on more work, but not necessarily maybe the same quantity or, or quality of, of of that work. And again, it's it's just another way for people to. We saw this recently with uh, Twitter and Elon Musk, right? Twitter's a notorious company that loses money. It's always lost money. And he came he came in and he he bought the company for whatever forty billion dollars, and then he laid off like twenty percent of the work staff, like 
through through since he took over, he's laid off. I'm sorry, he yeah. has 20 percent of the of the staff that was on board when he took took it over. So he's laid off 80 yeah, percent of the work staff. I heard that. And and now the company's profitable, right? And now the company is making money. And most Twitter end users, they've noticed zero disruptions in their yeah. in their end product, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Twitter it's, hasn't changed he, for you he, other than maybe you know. Yeah, I'm gonna cut him real quick. He said he was just like. Yeah, you'd be surprised. It actually doesn't take that many people to it run this take that thing. Much. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. take that much. And a lot of times people, Twitter grew to the, I, almost outgrew itself because they kept expanding and doing all these other things that weren't really profitable for the business. Yeah. And for a small business owner, profitability is everything because it's one, it's how you, you pay yourself and you need your job to, to pay you in order for you to survive. And then the job needs to make money in order to for the yeah. business to survive, right? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, people people like to not focus on accounting and finance because it's boring. Yeah. But ultimately, it's it's how. Yeah, because I feel like a lot of the times I forget that I also need to pay the business or pay pay myself, right? right? Like I'll I'll account for everyone in the crew, and I'm like, all right, well, I made this much money, but then I don't necessarily sometimes take into account what the business needs for that day or what the overhead was right. for that day. And then living in New Jersey. It, it cost a hundred thousand dollars to be alive. Yeah, literally. <laughs> it's crazy. But but I think that's what like pushes me to have like a, like my back against the wall, right? Yeah. We we just hired an editor, mm -hmm. and I think we I only really hire when I look around. I'm like, damn, I think we need another set of hands. Yeah, I mean, it went from kind of everyone being on like a part slash full time hourly slash day rate sort of mm -hmm. system, and then obviously kind of wipe the slate clean it helped that some people were kind of already moving out mm -hmm. themselves and doing their own things but i was like all right like joe kind of looked like jt or thomas like who can come on full time and kind of take on like a lot of the workload and jt is not gonna sit there and edit like that and yeah, yeah i mean joey talked about money stuff off, like off the scenes i guess and, and so I was stoked when he brought you on because a full-time employee is going to devote their attention. It's their career, right? So a full-time employee that's salaried is going to, now this job is, is a job to them or a career potentially, yeah. and they're going to devote a lot of more, more of their attention than part-time workers that are kind of, and yeah. you know, with, with videographers, photographers, you know, a lot, they're freelancing, right? So they're used to just taking jobs here and there. Yeah. Him bringing you on full-time, somebody that he has, that he could rely on all the time. I thought that was... I was stoked about it, and I was 100% supportive of that. First full-time person, which is crazy. First full-time person. Yeah, and I mean, since then, like, obviously, like, we're with each other way more. We're talking way more, but, like, I mean, you, you remember, like, when I, even when I first started, like, just you touching on everything of, like, small businesses not really understanding things, just mm -hmm. looking at what's coming it's a learning in. learning experience yeah. every single day. I mean, day, that, right? that was my whole career up to even joining here. Mm -hmm. Like, I always say, like, I took, I took a cut coming here at first, but I there was something inside of me that said you need to be around other people that might be at your same level or above you, but you just need to be around more people. And it ultimately paid off. And like Joe, I always say this, Joe the first day was like, I'm gonna look out for those who just do their do their job, do what they're capable of, like constantly grow. So, but I always noticed like Joe would be on phone calls and he's talking about numbers and that was never, never my thing like i didn't even understand how people i was constantly go like literally job by job googling how much should i charge for something like this but it's cool right because now you feel like you're helping the business grow and you're like yeah. so much more intertwined yeah in and like now like he, he said like come on full time like obviously like if you still have jobs outside of this like you yeah. can take those yeah. on but like i i knew like 
that's gonna have to take a hit like you know what i mean like it's always mxm first like this comes first like i there's times where i look bad on like my personal some of my personal pro not personal projects but like i have clients on the side that i might have to say like hey gotta get it to you tomorrow instead mm. of this date i originally that's said but for you. you know what i mean but at the end of the day like i know it's because we might have had a busy week here but i want to you know what i mean like instead of maybe doing something else for extra income on the side like i use that as like st still have clients on the side that i work with and understand like my position like i really don't work with anyone that i'm like oh yeah this is just i just do total and this is this is only me like no like if you if you want other stuff like bigger than this like i'm only sending you this way like mm -hmm. we just got in something yeah, like I'm not that type of person. Punk rock music video. Yeah. Oh, that's like I'm not that type. Like I do music videos, but the mm -hmm. moment somebody says, you know, we're looking for something with a full crew and stuff like this, like I'd rather just do it under MXM's roof right. than like do it under Total. Right. And then be like, Joe, can I pay you to come out for the day and stuff like that? Like right. I'd rather MXM go to a point that we have multiple. You're generating big, sales for MXM. Which yeah. And like and like having like like I'd love if we had more like creative bigger music video shoot so i'd rather mxm have something to show for mm -hmm. it than like my like my personal catalog and dude things. that's smart of you because ultimately like you're growing with the business the more the business grows the more you're going to grow right because yeah. you're his right hand man you're, you're yeah. like i always I, I watch like youtube video like business youtube stuff and it always bewilders me when somebody comes up with like a company and then the right hand man at some point leaves and I'm always like, damn, it's like going through a divorce. Like, yeah. how do you help yeah. a business grow into like something big? Mm. And they're just like, dip. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, under, like I don't know. Like, yeah. never, like, there's things that he wants. There's things that I might want. Mm -hmm. But like, you got to be able to like talk that through first off. But I always say like, we're just at the beginning. Like, it's still just like ground level shit. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like when, when he made me full time, I was like, damn, man, I never thought someone was going to offer me you know, something like that with what I was doing. And that feels big, but I'm like, nah, what's big is like when Benny has like a team of people, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And like Joe and I are maybe at a certain spot and we're just calling around like, how you guys doing at this shoot? All right, you guys are good over there. All right, how you guys doing over there? Cool, perfect. Like, or we're just at a point where we're just doing bigger. Like, that's what I would love to where like a client is having us do like a week shoot and they have this grand budget yeah. and we get to come from this creative perspective of things. Joe, what do you think TP has grown in the most throughout his duration at MXM? I think uh, the leadership aspect of things. I think I, I'm able to, like, if I don't feel like directing for a day or if I just want to step back, I can count on TP to get the shots, direct Benny, direct whatever whoever PA is there mm -hmm. to get the job done. I don't have to, like, sit there and, like, eyeball everything because I know everything's going to get done. Yeah, you're a good people person. And yeah. You I mean, Joe, on the podcast, just to give you a compliment, I, I obviously listen to some of the podcasts and you do a good job of asking the guests questions. I, I appreciate that. You do mo that. most of the talking. You kind of just <laughs> chime in a lot of the time. You do most of the I, I appreciate it. I mean, like, I was always, like, I grew up, like, as just... Party guy. Treat... No. Nah, party but, <laughs> nah, but, like, I was, always, I was always, like, I never... I didn't want to not be friends with certain people like I always wanted to treat everyone with like the same respect and give everyone like the same attention right um and I think like I mean I worked in like special needs for five years like I worked as a financial advisor where I was like 
getting to a point where I was teaching a big room of people how to cold call and stuff and like talk to people in person. So it definitely came from that. But being around just like you can have be a good people person with them. Like when you come into a like, can you be a people person in a certain yeah. area of yeah. things like to where so you, you can I, properly I, explain yourself and like not just like, hey, can we do this? Like, I think there's there's a tone in how pe you you should say things when you're working with talent or 100%. like it's like, yeah, there's times where like, all right, I'm not I'm maybe I'm not going to say something as nice or like I got to be like, like when we were like on a commercial shoot not too long ago, like I felt like things were kind of we didn't have full control over that interview process. So I felt like things were kind of just going off the rails. So instead of like talking to the person who's asking the questions, I just said to the talent, like, this is your shit. Like, mm -hmm. I don't, I don't know the difference between this and that, mm -hmm. but like you, like normally your first takes a great take, like go ba go based off that confidence right. of like, you, you know what you're doing. Like, Fuck what you might need to say. Just say what you. And it's cool that you have those conversations say. with people because they, then they get more comfortable and then they just go for it, right? And that's just yeah. you doing your job well. I saw recently you were reading um, how to how to win friends, and influence people, and yeah. that's one of my favorite books. I listened, I've read it twice technically, once on audio book, but um, but that book talks about like how to how, teaches you a lot of those things, mm. right? Like how to interact with people, and I th I feel like being having the skills to interact with people ultimately is what makes you successful, uh, exactly. honestly. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, for example, you have your Instagram page, right? Mm -hmm. You have the Joey page and you have the MediaX marketing page. And where do you think most of your sales come from? It's your personal page, yeah, exactly. right? Because they're, yeah. they're, they're, they're hiring to work with Joey, not to work I with always, MediaX marketing. I always say that shit. I'm and like, right. people, like when we, honestly, it was getting to a point where we were going out on sets and people knew who Ben was yeah. already. Like they were saying like, hey, Benny. Yeah. <laughs> you guys do a great, great job of putting out the content out there, you, like marketing. Yeah. A lot of businesses fail because of yeah. poor marketing too. You guys are I really think there's, selling like, that. There's area. obviously like environments in which Joe can communicate and thrive at a level that I can't. And then there's places where I thrive really well. I, I'm not saying like I can read Joe's mind, but like I know in certain situations when yeah. he, he's trying to like get something out to somebody, whether it's on set and I like hear it and I know- He knows Joe, what I'm talking about. I know Joe's you know I, language. I, it's hard, a lot of the times it's hard to comprehend. If you know me and I say something to you, it'll be like, I'll say something and you'll know what I mean, but like the general public, I feel like wouldn't know what I meant. So Why? Are you just being self-conscious about no, what you're no, no. I just feel like it's like the way I communicate. The way I communicate. I think it's because like a lot of the times, like there's a lot of moving parts in some shoots that we have sometimes, and it's kind of on the go. And Joe will have an idea here, and it might be gone the next moment. Uh -huh. And like he might like not always like ease himself into like saying it. It might just like come out, and the person's kind of understands what he says but doesn't understand like how they're supposed to take that and you help explain it to them so then i explain uh, like how that yeah, yeah. like all right what he just said this is how it's going to affect yeah, yeah. you and what you're so he's about a little to frazzled. do you're a lot on, more collected on, on, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> i have a lot of energy i always just explain is like joe has a lot of things to like look over and like see so sometimes he's going to maybe handle something a little more calmly but there might be a time where like he's not just thinking about the shoot we're on but he, he has three calls after that shoot that day that he might be thinking about yeah, it yeah, or he's scheduling on. while we're doing something. And that's when he's like, TP, I got to cut to the side real quick. Can you just take over this whole operation? So, mm -hmm. yeah. And I think the people person is better or is a bigger role than actually filming like the 
because your shot could be overexposed or like a little bit off, but if your customer service is there and the client likes you mm -hmm. as a person, they'll like the product regardless. It's the I most feel important like. thing. I think yeah. it's like, yeah. it's like we, we, and we, I think what I'm learning more and more is being realistic and honest with the client. Like I always say, like I want us to, to tend to the client as much as possible, but I don't want to like lose our, ourselves in that process. Like I don't want the client to think that it's, it's, it's your way and like we don't have any kind of say over things mm -hmm. or like, we, like it is tough when someone who doesn't spend every single day and like their passion towards video and like the marketing aspect of things and like they're hiring us for it and we put something together for them and they're like, oh, like, uh, like they don't sort of see the same vision we see. Mm -hmm. And obviously like we're gonna change stuff as much as possible, but also like it's our job to explain why this is the case. Like I, I remember sending out to someone recently, like this was on my personal end and they wanted me to put one logo before the other. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, I, I will do that, no questions right. asked. But I was like, this is why I didn't do it like mm -hmm. that. And I did it like this. And they're like, I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. Like they're just going off a of base of what they want. Exactly. Not what they know from like a educational marketing standpoint right. or like a, a film aspect. You only know what you know. Yeah, exactly. Like I don't you know what I mean? Like you know, it's like when I go get a cut and he's like, how'd I do? I'm like, looks decent. Like, I don't know. Like, maybe you could fade that a little more. But when I go home, I might think different. Like, I don't know. Or like, you know what I mean? Like, you go for you go for anything. Like, I'm I'm always about just like I'm big on customer service, though. Like, I can go to a place and like the food might not be that great. But if I walk in, and you're like, hi, how you doing? Like, all right, have a great day. Like, that's just that's a lot. Yeah. What's the most frustrating thing you guys run into with customers? Oh man, uh, unprepared. Yeah, being unprepared. Yeah, be um, I guess not sharing unprepared. I guess what you can put under that is like not sharing enough information that right. like we need to know. Whether it's like we're getting a script the day of driving there, or literally <laughs> right before, not having an understanding of like how they wanted something laid out. I mean. I'm not, yeah, like we have situations that are. Yeah, it's situational. I, people don't get it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it. there's literally. We try to, our best to try to yeah. it's, describe it's, it. It's not many yeah. people, but there's I'd say one or two where it's their way or the highway, and if not, then it's your issue. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know. But then you just do your best to appease those people, right? You give them what they want. You do your best, and like the hardest thing is like you send out a video. Mm -hmm. It's that's not the end of it. Like the real anxiety comes from when you send that out. Is the person going to like it? And how many revisions are they going to send back to you? Yeah. And it's like when you get the message back of like, perfect, that's it. Yeah. Don't need much else. Like that's a rarity. And like the feeling you get from that will carry me on for like, I mean, still from Montessori. Like yeah. didn't have to change a thing. And we did like eight videos. No, way more. Like we handed over like 20 deliverables almost. Yeah. The greatest... Uh instant gratification like that that you're talking about with, oh, with yeah. the client being impressed with a video uh that i saw you have live or personally was um actually at kevin's uh wedding wedding because they, they had same the day same edit. day edit and joey banged out this edit during the, the shoot and um we I showed that, work 
But it was tough, dude. It was Tell a lot. So, so, so what? What, what do you? What like, is it saying? Yeah, like it's just the the first half of it. No, nah, dude, it was just like the whole video. The, re the reception too. It was like up to the reception. Yeah. Yeah. When you? Oh, up to the. Re yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. Yeah, like entrances, toes, everything. And then right that's after that, just dancing. We included yeah. dancing. Just like we had like a shower no cake. Too, yeah. Yeah, no cake. Everything but cake. especially the whole video. And so that's <laughs> for so at the end of the wedding. And we did that for Kevin. So at the end of the night, that everyone when, but before watch. cake, there was like yeah. right before cake, they said everyone down kev and corinne sat in the front oh they, man they put it on like six screens it was like screen. legit yeah and, and they how, showed a video so like i think no, they cried they cried nobody's was, nobody had seen it though no no <laughs> like, it's not like you could say hey kev can you revise this real quick yeah, yeah. joey was in the corner just ferociously editing just Freaking stressed stressed. stressed bro <laughs> how, so how long do you think that you had to work like an hour i was shooting it too yeah i know kind of for the, i got a lot of the shots a lot of shots. Yeah. 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 You weren't, but you were mostly. But like, like the time which you started editing, like I'm sure like you were kind of. I started more. editing right after ceremony. I think you had, had five Bert hours there. or something. We had Bert was there starting to edit. How long was yeah, the video yeah, yeah. supposed to be? It was like three to five minutes. minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, what the fuck? No, it was like I, three minutes. Th th three to five minutes was, I think, the, the video we gave him afterwards. But the day of it was like maybe two minutes. Yeah. Yo, that is it was, nuts. It was legit, dude. Yeah. People cried. I, it was the greatest instant gratification I ever yeah. saw from Joey. He was, was just like, stoked. Because he was so nervous. He was stressed all day. That was probably the best night of your life. Up to and it's funny. No, and it also was a big stress because it was a lot of the kids you went to high school with. Yeah. Yeah, it was people we knew. There was a lot of people that we knew there. Yeah, Corey was there. Shout out Corey again. And when, when was that? Like, were you guys were pretty established in weddings like at that point? Or was we that had like, a 1DX and a 5D COVID. Mark IV. Yeah. So is that one of like, your biggest weddings to date at that point? Yeah. At that point, yeah. yeah. I think we've done it. Kev had the most fire cocktail hour, but I was freaking the fuck he out. He did have a nice cocktail hour. Very yeah, nice wedding. fucking beautiful wedding. Beautiful wedding. Everything was great. You guys remember what you charged for that? Not enough. Yeah, <laughs> I was, was going to say, yeah. so if someone came to you guys today and was like, I want that same day edit. Give me eight grand. Yeah, eight grand, yeah. I, if anyone's out there that wants the same day edit it's dude it was, it was tough it was oh tough, it's not it was, easy we bring i 100 bring three people maybe four people i, I mean, have any dumb no, like, i, I literally stuff. think in that scenario you have to have someone that's not even filming just straight up straight editing, getting yeah. the files going yeah, through yeah. them and we, that, we, we just, just have two two videographers and, and an editor and the, the, one it. person would just edit it unlike yeah. the uh sweet 16 where it's like a tag team yeah me and bishop did it yeah, yeah. Mm. That's, that's why I was like, I'm picturing that, but like on a whole nother scale. <laughs> yeah, two, two people editing that. is rough though, because then you don't know what. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I don't. I don't like. Like, the the there needs to be like a somewhat finalized product before like two people. Like, I feel like before two. I think like one person needs to have the control of it and get it to a certain point, and then you're gonna have someone else come in, and then you go through it, and then you nitpick it together. Yeah, I, I ideally, like, but not yeah. not during a wedding. I, I feel like just like two, uh -huh. two people editing at the same point at the same time is like tough. I, I would ideally like to have four people there to make it less stressful. Mm -hmm. No, I'm just saying yeah. like that just from like an editing yeah. like standpoint, like two people being on like one. On one thing at the same time. One Dude, it's edit, a cool, one it's a cool edit, thing though. Not honestly. one shoot. Like um, we've seen a lot of just random bullshit that people do for their weddings and I'm, I'm obviously biased, but... The video during the the reception was sick. Like yeah. it, was, it was sick. Yeah, it really. <laughs> yeah, and that instant gratification. I think one time I saw it with UTP, as we were driving to a shoot, and you sent out Josie's video, and you haven't heard from her in a week. I'm like, and we it popped up on Instagram, and you were so. Um, <laughs> you were like. All right, so it was like this, like crazy, like hour long video. And it was an hour. <laughs> it was an hour long, like house walkthrough almost. And they were explaining everything to it. Had B, had all of this, and like before going there, like 
from it was just bad miscommunication on like I, I, I would say our oh, end yeah. on like understanding like what he wanted. Um but we shot it and he was like I knew like he wanted something around like twenty minutes. But they spoke for what took up like an hour time and I'm editing this thing and I'm looking at Joe. I'm like, dude, it's, it's I'm like four days into this thing and like <laughs> it's still because it's a detailed thing. Like I'm I'm constantly like changing up the color grade. And on a project like that, I lose money. A hundred percent. Oh, a hundred percent. I like I, like it. Yeah, but I just remember sending it to him and we were somewhere and I was just like, yeah, no, I haven't heard back. And then all of a sudden, like I just went on YouTube and you posted it and I was like, thank God. But I was like nervous because I'm like. I literally said to him as soon as I sent it out, I was like, I can't even imagine the list of revisions I'm about to get because it just it just felt like, you know what I mean? Like you work with certain clients sometimes like it, it'll feel like it'll feel like that. Mm -hmm. Like they definitely have a an idea of what Any they want. Any of your revisions? I didn't get a, a single thing. That's I didn't cool. get I didn't get it. I didn't get a text till Tuesday, two days after it was posted. It was like, thanks. This is perfect. Oh, sick. Yeah. <laughs> it was but, the, but then sometimes I've had people post something and then like a week later, I'm like, they're like, hey, can you like do this to that and that to that? And I'm like, you posted it. Yeah, I'm like, what are, what are you gonna do? Repost it? Like, sometimes I'll do it for them too, and like, yeah. they'll never even repost the video. Yeah, because like, yeah, what would the yeah. point? Yeah. So it just is like I I try to just like, um, as soon as I send out a video, just like emotionally detach myself. Detach. Like and just like like, still have care for it. Like if revisions come in, but like I always know like. I'm just banking on something. So, like, if I expect there to be a shit ton of revisions and someone's like, I got three things, it really feels like there's nothing I have to do. Do you get? Do you guys still get nervous hitting that send button or not Not anymore? No, I don't really get nervous, honestly. Because I, really I feel like... Anymore? <laughs> yeah, he doesn't hit the send button at all. Damn. He doesn't even know. Come up. But, <laughs> doesn't even know. But, I mean, like, he doesn't... He, he never... I was thinking this the other day. I was like, Joe's really never... Like, I take care of every single project that's sent out for the most part. He's never gotten an email to the side like, hey, this is, I mean, there's there's one scenario. We're not even going to name nothing. But this, the person must have had like a red filter over their eye because I must have cooled this video down to the point oh, that it was, like, it was glacier blue. And they're like, this thing is, this thing is so warm. And I'm like, I'm freezing over here. I made this thing so cold. Dude, that's but some people love blue and green. But yeah, <laughs> I kind of want to touch on Lukash. Um, so you do a good job uh, separating the nine to five and also living life on the side of yeah. living a nine to five and having that work life balance. Because I feel like sometimes, especially in this like like weird, toxic, entrepreneurial kind of like social media thing, people kind of either hate on nine to fives or you know what I mean. There's always like kind of like a stigma with nine yeah. to fives, and you do a good job balancing your life. Like, right. What's like the key to that? And like, how did you, were you always like that? I would say you were always kind of like that. Um, I would say. Well, first of all, don't, don't, don't get it wrong. I, I'll watch like motivational entrepreneur videos mm. on like shorts or on YouTube or something. And I'll, I'll, I'll stress myself out, dude. Like, am I doing enough? Like, am I, am I, am I not doing enough? Like people are out there doing all this stuff, but I know people always talk about how comparison is the, the thief of joy, right? Yeah. Cause you're, you're always looking at what other people are doing and not really appreciating what you got going on. And well, first of all, I'm appreciative of my job because my job is kind of a job where I get to not control my schedule, but I, I, I bill my hours. So I could, as long as I bill my hours, I'm cool to work whenever. And, um, and then it, that gives me the ability to also, and I'm just like you, Joe, very energetic and I want to do as many things as possible. So it gives me 
an opportunity to do th other things like, right? like MXM, like shooting the wedding videos, real estate, real estate inv investing. Uh, I, you know, I, you know, I try my best in everything I do. Like my boy Joey says, you win some, you lose most, but as long as you do your best, <laughs> uh, you're about to so be successful. Somewhere on them. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. so somewhere on that arm yeah. of, uh, as long as you keep doing your best, you're going to find success somewhere. Right. Yeah. Yep. It's funny. Whenever we go on like group trips, Lukash is always the dad. He's always planning every little thing. He's always freaking out, doing something. <laughs> <He's always laughs> yeah. I don't know if I'm always freaking out, but yeah, I just, I'm, 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 I'm just, I'd like to be organized. Yo, I, 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 I'm not even just saying this to say this. He just reminds me of B. Coots. Does he? Does he? Yeah, I have a friend who's like, he's the same. Like, he's always like, like I'm not going to say the same, but he can sort of like be on the, the go-to with a lot of different things and like, maybe at times like be more maybe frantic towards a certain thing like making sure like like we're going to like a devil's game or something soon and like i know like that night he's gonna make sure we're at, we're there at a certain point oh, and make that's it exactly. I'm, I'm not i'm not not that but honestly like when like when we go somewhere like joe honestly takes over that role like he'll ask me like tp what do you want to do and i'll tell him and then like he'll he'll go ahead and make that happen. Yeah, we went to the aquarium last time. Yeah, I went to go to the aquarium in Dallas, and it was not what I expected it Why? to be. Uh, there was just like birds flying around <laughs> everywhere. Like it was like it was more, a zoo. Nah, yeah, yeah it, it, cool, though, I, I wouldn't even say like it was a zoo. It was like a safari. <laughs> it was like, cool though. It I was. I'd rather go to a safari. Either. It was, but like it almost turned into like this lined sort of thing. You couldn't just like freely walk around. Like, oh, yeah, it dude, was there's wild animals out there. <laughs> well, no, like it. I, I don't know. It just felt like. Like at an aquarium, like you can just freely walk around, and I just felt like there was you, thousands of people. It, it was just because was it, like it was just because it was backed up. No, it was because there was just a lot, of, just people a lot of people there. Lost EP at a certain point. And the so way was it Saturday or was that like a Tuesday yeah, afternoon? Yeah, no, it was a Tuesday afternoon. <laughs> oh, and it, spring, was like a, it was like a break. It was like a oh, thirty minute. Oh, it was a thirty though. minute wait to get into get into. How would you place. describe it, Benny? It was like 20% aquarium, 80% other animals. Yeah. <laughs> but it was like it, birds said, everywhere. Oh, oh, it was advertised strictly as an aquarium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it didn't say like Dallas Aquarium and janky, Safari. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's I mean, janky. we saw some cool cool shit there. We went to Terry Black's. You went to Terry Black's. Uh, I, ha I haven't been to Terry oh, Black's. Oh, shit. But Where else did we I go? I know Terry Black's is fire. The barbecue. What was the second spot? I don't know. The barbecue spot? Yeah. Terry that's, Black's. That's what it was called. Places like Terry, Terry Black's, Black's was good, though. in Texas, like the, the mm -hmm. barbecue spots actually know what they're doing. Like their brisket, the mac and cheese, it's just like... It's nah, it, it, it was mind. definitely good. I just didn't like how everything closed so early. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like we got there the first night at like, what, one, two? Yeah. And in my head, I'm like, oh, we're going to Dallas. Like we're good. Like there's definitely yeah, going to be stuff open. We literally went there and, and I was like, hey, is like, there anywhere to get a bite to eat right now? He's like, nowhere. Nah. He's like, everything closes at 10, 10 on the yeah. dot. And I'm like, that's crazy. Strict drinking laws too. Yeah. Like, I mean, COVID exaggerated that a little bit where now businesses close at 9 or 10 p.m. That's very regular. Yeah. But I think we're a little bit more spoiled here because a lot of times places will be open here. The city's right there where city's open till all night. I feel like what I noticed most is like a lot of like the like sushi restaurants that I used to go to, like a lot of them still just don't do dining anymore. Like Big Sushi I, Palace in Somerville? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure. Any fucks Sushi Palace yeah. in Somerville? They found that it's more profitable to just have people order it and then take it out. And they, they have don't a good have, finance person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Any secretly doing Sushi Palace's finance. <laughs> oh, you thought this was my main thing? No. <laughs> we told you, Benny never sleeps. Shit. That's not healthy, dude. You never sleep. <laughs> no, dude. It's, it's great. When we leave, he's here. When we come in, he's, he's here. here. Yeah. <laughs>
Basically, Benny works more than me. Really? Yeah. We, we think, I don't think so. We think, we think he's just there doing this, watching, like, anime. He's <laughs> <laughs> a bunch of yeah. ad. Big anime yeah. guy? Yeah. 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 Big he shoes. Loves. He's always like, you want a pair of shoes that are dropping? I'll try to get them. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing. He'll try. He's a sneaker guy. The sneaker guy. He's literally put this whole office on, except... Nah, I'd say he definitely put me on because I wouldn't be getting shoes like this and shit. Let's be on some rapid fire. Yeah, let's hit him with it. So we do a... You watch our podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we do the rapid fire. The questions. Okay. So just random random, random questions. questions. Yeah. Short, mostly short answers. Short answers. Kick it off, Joe. Favorite hot sauce? Um, Tapatio. Wait, is he normally cooking when you guys? Yeah, he's, the, he's the chef. Right? Yeah, marinara. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's it's funny though. That was your first question because Evelyn and I just watched a video on hot sauce yesterday, and I was like, "Dude, Tapatio, my favorite." Shout out Evelyn one time. Do you have any of the boys you want to shout out? Yeah, let's let's do a big shout out. Let's do one quick shout out round before we do rapid fire. All right, but Joe, we'll go in a circle. Joe, you start. I'm shouting out Nick. We're going to the wedding soon. We're going to the wedding soon. Shout out, uh, shout out Evelyn, dude. I love Evelyn. Shout out <laughs> Evelyn one time for the one time. You know, shout out my boy Benny over there. Hey, hey, hey Benny, aka hey. Jamie. Was, Benny, hey, shout out TP. Ever. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel about him calling you TP? So it's crazy. Like I don't even know. It only started because like they call JT JT. Right. No. Nah, but JT is your like, shots by TP. That, oh, that was the reason. My Instagram was shots by TP. So they thought like I just no. Firm used to call you TP too. When he introduced me to go, is my boy TP. Yeah, because shots by TP. That's right. what he knew me as. I didn't really like. I only met Firm like, <laughs> like in person like three times. But Firm and I were just really close over social media because he filmed basketball, I filmed basketball. Like I supported his shit, he supported my firm, shit. Right? Yeah. yeah. TP is an acronym for toilet paper. Though. <laughs> oh, trust me, endearing. trust me. I got that all the time when I was a kid. Hey, what are your initials? TP. Oh my god, dude, that's so funny, dude. Like <laughs> I used to get rocked with that and Thomas the Train. Like people thought they were so original with it. Favorite restaurant in Somerville. Favorite, um, Martino's. That's a good one. Out of all of our boys, who do you think is most likely to listen to this? Probably Richie. Just Richie's, Richie's also day one MXM. Yeah. <laughs> what, what would you say Joe's favorite band is? And then we'll see if it's right. Favorite band? Do you consider like MGK a band? If not, maybe, um, <laughs> <laughs> technically he's a band. Right? Uh, I would, yeah. He is has he a, band a band with him. Favorite travel destination? My, f- the, my favorite place that I've been personally is actually San Diego. I loved San Diego. I would mm-hmm. live in San Diego. I'd move my family to San Diego. If I went to San Diego, like what would I, what would I do there? I, it's just it's such a cool place because there's like three different parts of it that are all in this one small area. Like you yeah. have Pacific Beach for like the cool California vibes where people are riding around with like surfboards and everyone's hot. And then you have like um, I think it's called the Green Light, Green Light District. Yeah, uh, where it's just like <laughs> it's kind of like Morristown where. It's just like cool gas bars, lamp. gas lamp, <laughs> where it's just, green light, where, where it's like um, just people like going like younger people going to bars, like, yeah. Yeah. but it's like cool and nice. And then they have like a real like downtown area where they have like a like city life and people going to jobs. And everyone's just beautiful. And everyone's beautiful. <laughs> and it's 75 all year round. It's just so like, bro, what? you're 20 minutes away from Mexico. Sounds like, yeah. we, need, it sounds like we need to fucking move this shit out there. We're going to have you know, to. A lot, of, a lot of people move out there. My man. If you could play 2K with any person that are alive, who would it be? <laughs> Big two guy, my boy Joey. It's always my my favorite game is playing with Joey. Playing with him, yeah. Do you win a lot of the time? Yeah. The, <laughs> I've won Some, once. Um, <laughs> you actually, recently, you actually recently won, right? Damn, uh, that's crazy. Because I beat him all the time, and he recently beat me one time. So he must have <laughs> must have had a week of just a hot hand. Because it's just throwback vibes. Me and Joey used to play two K back in the day. Yeah. Damn. What was the first two K you played? 
Uh, the first 2K I played was 2K1, dude. I had a dream. Alan Iverson? Out there. Alan Iverson on the cover. I still have that game. <laughs> Every game. Yeah, baby. Don't get me started on 2K. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> underrated <laughs> UFC fighter. I'm going to say Aljamain Sterling, who's fighting this weekend, actually. He's from uh, like the New York area, and a lot of people don't know who he is. He's a champion, and he's from around here. So watch the fight this weekend. Uh, yeah, I actually know Aljo. I you filmed Aljo? Uh, I filmed up at his gym. One of the fighters there, I grew up with him in my town. His name Pumi Nakuda. He's a Cage Fury champion, or he was a Cage Fury champion. And uh, yeah, I got to meet uh, Longo. Yeah, yeah. Longo. But yeah, well, um, who's who's your favorite UFC fighter? I don't really have a favorite UFC fighter. I mean, but but yeah, Aljo seems cool. Like I've I've heard podcasts with him on Rogan. He yeah. just has like a cool personality. He's like really down to earth, like intelligent guy. I think he does like real estate. Yeah, um, people people underestimate. But people just don't know him, I feel like. There's yeah. a lot of people that just don't like you've never heard of Aljamain Sterling. Well, other than maybe through working with T P, but yeah, uh, I really fighter. Yeah. He chose chose yeah. her at all. Which uh, NBA player think you think pulls the most? Kelly Oubre. Good looking guy. Into fashion. Maybe Jordan Poole. <laughs> Jordan Poole just dribbles the ball into the earth. <laughs> from the, from the way it sounds, about to let him go yeah. after that shot he took. Um, what do you know about this show? You haven't watched any of the Warriors. Oh, uh, Joe, uh, I talk sports basketball. all the time. I mean, both of them. Just one year. No, no, nobody in this office ever knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> it's the NBA playoffs, and the Warriors are playing the Lakers. It's, it's a Steph fine. Curry versus yeah, catch LeBron today. That's crazy. Rematch. Is, game one? Oh, game one was yesterday. That's so Lakers funny. I, I just explained to both of them yesterday, like, the storyline between Dylan Brooks and LeBron mm-hmm. and the league and, like, how it was so great, like, so good that LeBron just shut them up and put them to sleep and how, like, almost, like, cinematic of a story it was. Yeah. Uh, what's one piece of advice you'd give your younger self? Uh, just embrace every moment. Just because I'm, you know, it's my birthday next week. I'm going to be 32. And... Uh, and and in the in the realm of your entire life, I understand that I'm still a young person, but I'm never going to be in my 20s again, right? So just enjoy your life, every step of it. Don't rush forward. Don't rush to be an adult. As a kid out there, like, there's so many kids that are just like, I oh, can't wait till I'm done with high school. I can't wait till I'm done with college. I can't wait till I'm done with this. It's like, if you're always waiting to be done with something, you're never actually in the moment and enjoying that moment. So embrace every moment, and you'll, you'll be a lot more happy when you do get older. Damn. Damn. I just want to just be like, send it off right there. Uh, but a piece of advice you would give your older self. Yeah, be, be in the moment. Enjoy, Same thing. enjoy everything. Perfect. Where can the people find out more about you? Check out my profile on www.topix.com. Where can people find you guys for the best wedding? Weddingsxevents.com. Weddingxevents.com. Yeah, we shout out the, we haven't shout out the weddings page. Weddingsxevents.com. Weddingsxevents.com. We're, we're pricier now. Pricier now, but the quality is fucking are, sick. And honestly, and we're funny and we're cool to hang out with. Honestly, I, before we go, I guess one thing I want to say about wedding videography, because I feel like, you know, people are always down to hire a photographer and not always down to hire a videographer. But honestly, like how many times are you going to look at that picture of you standing in front of some venue um, that you're never going to go to again with your step aunt? You, and you know that takes up a lot of your time. Meanwhile, you could have this video that's um, a great memorialization of that day of one, you know this great day in your life, and you could watch it, and you will watch it multiple times, and a lot of pe- other people will watch it because you you'll be able to post it on your social media. So d- don't 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 not have a video be- just because you're trying to save somebody. Wedding videos are to me actually more worthwhile than photography. <laughs> Weddingxevents.com. <laughs>
You want Boom. To, I don't know if you that should I be the quote. You <laughs> was a quote to close this out on that yeah. camera. It was that a quote. Been, that could have been quote, a quote. quote or just some, you know, because you got too many words quotes. of wisdom. Yeah, always stay prepared and organized. Always be prepared for everything you do in life. I have <laughs> notes that I came in here with today. Let's go. Lukash Kucha, everybody. Please.